743-17 before 8, Tommy Tucker, WWL. My phone just told me that rain is expected to start in my area in about three minutes. Mark Rosa joins us now, President and CEO of Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union. Mark, remember back in the old days when rain was a surprise? Remember the good old days? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you, that to, you, right, you didn't have. Actually have to look out the <laughs> window to see right. if it was raining and... <laughs> Gee, I wonder if it's going to rain or when it's going to rain. No, now you know it's going to start raining in about three and a half minutes. And we were wearing bear skins and, and sure. walking around with clubs. Absolutely. Yeah, it was, was easier. 80% <laughs> chance for showers uh, today. Some storms likely. Highs of 70, 30% chance into tomorrow. Um, and then highs of 72. That all clears up by the New Year's Eve celebration time, though New Year's Day going to be nice. Warm, 74 for a high. Too damn warm, in my opinion. 20% chance for showers January 3rd. Close to 80 for a high, which is really, Mark? For crying out loud. Exactly. For crying out loud, ridiculous. But then it may cool off again by next Thursday. Mark, before we get to managing your money, I would invite people to, if you can, go to jeffersonfinancial.org. In the middle of the page, you'll see a tab, a button for financial calculators. From there, you can find the savings calculator and then go to compound savings calculator, and we'll talk about that. Uh, But first, I want to talk about New Year's Eve. Are you a big New Year's Eve guy or not? No. Do you hate New Year's Eve as much as I do? Oh, no, no, it's all right. No, I I, I just, no, I don't. It's like your odometer turning over in your car. You know, you hit 71,000 miles or a milestone, 80,000. That's what I, I, that's just not a that's excitable a guy about that. That's a, Me neither, and I guess maybe that's the way I look at it. I don't see the big difference between 99,999 and 100,000 or 71,999 and 72. I don't see the difference. So we're alike, we're alike on that. So listen, well, you can download the Odyssey app and – Use the rewind feature if you hear anything here that you're not sure about, you want to go back and listen to Mark talk about. It's the Odyssey app. It's free. Use the rewind feature, or you can find this posted as a podcast under my name in a while as soon as Tim gets a chance to do it. But today, Mark, we're talking about – well, tell us what we're talking about. You're the guy. Well, we're talking about savings, you know, right? It, it, we are. And the next couple of, uh, of uh, shows on a Friday, I, I was thinking a segue into that, and we could do some more when – you know, when the Fed comes up, and we'll talk about what's surrounding that, but, it, you know, we talked this past year, and I just jotted down some notes this morning. I mean, we went through a lot. We went through the, mm-hmm. you know, earlier, and it seemed, seems like 10 years ago in some fashion that the Fed was, you know, it had its foot on the gas earlier in the year, January, February, March, and then it, it stood up on the brakes, and it feels like, you know, just imagine a car standing up on its grill, you know, trying to stop for a, mm-hmm. a red light that came on too soon. So, you know, we've been fighting inflation. It's still around, but a lesser amount than in the summer. We had all these rate increases that provides, you know, like tremendous headwinds, like sand in the gears of the economy because everything gets more expensive and they just made a mess of things. Then we have shortages and things that are around depending on what you're looking for, what type of goods and services. But, you know, so it, it's been rough. So I was thinking, well, as a kind of a year-end review, uh, S&P was down as of last night, 17% this year. The Dow was down only about 8%, and the NASDAQ was down close to 30%. So you've got three market averages that people pay attention to mostly, and you've got a very different outcome for those. And well, why? how does that segue into, into a compound savings? Well, first of all, the, the, the idea of compounding is that, you know, it's like they, I don't know how many wonders of the world, like the pyramids and some things, other things insignificant like that, but what we really want to talk about is compounding. 
So if if you got seven wonders, the compound interest is said to be the eight wonders. Or I lost track of how many wonders of the world there are. But compounding is one of them. Or not? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're in there. All right, okay. Yeah, you're in there. But like I said, you set you know you marginalize like pyramids and those types sure. of things and really get to something important. Right. So okay. So it, you know, it's it's a. Uh, I mean, it's, if, and we talked about the 401s earlier and the mm-hmm. 301s and the 201s, those are figurative things. But, you know, in, in, in three years prior to this year, uh, the markets were up um, basically 78%. If I took a three-year, so a three-year average would be 26% a year. And it's, it's just, you know, you look back on some of the statistics, and it's the selling point to, to say you got to stick with it. You know, now to, this year was a down year. You could look historically at other years that were down years, but the market is up 70% of the time. So a lot of people are saying now, of course, prognostications into 2023, oh, it's going to be a rip-roar in 2023. Well, I'm not that excited, as excited as some, because we still have headwinds and we still have to get over the hump. I'd love the Fed to start lowering rates, and believe it or not, the Bloomberg financial system is forecasting lower rates around mid-year, meaning they'll, they will have done what they wanted to do. That sounds too fast for me. But, uh, okay, who am I to argue with, with the Bloomberg and the analysts that do their inputs into that system? Well, it, you know, if that's a, a case, well, yeah, we could have better uh, stock market returns uh, ahead of us and, and just a short while ahead of us. And, but, it's it, you know, this timing of the market business, is, it never works, and we've gone over that many times in this show and others. And, you know, a five-year average return for uh, S&P was 19% a year. A 10-year average for the S&P is 17% a year. These are double-digit returns over large periods of time, and it's, a, it's, the, it's the selling point to say, you know, you just got to stick with it. So a lot of people came up of late on our broadcast that, it, you know, should I stop people? I have people in my office. Well, I, I need to stop putting money in the 401K. And, and I think that's a bad idea on many levels. And you take advantage of the compounding, and the calculator helps you on a simpler basis. But imagine if you went to the calculator and put in, you know, a 17% annualized return, and that's of course an average over over longer periods. So that's not that's not a bad idea to be understanding at that level. Just play with the calculator. You can't hurt anything. You can't, but you know, blow up in your face. You can't do any of those things. Free 24 hours a day, you know, consume your whole weekend doing it instead of popping fireworks and, you know, blowing them up in your fingers. <laughs> so if you were looking at that, remember the M80s we used sure, to have when absolutely. we were kids? I'm surprised I have all 10 fingers. I, I, oh, eight I, and two thumbs. I don't know. True story. You know what I mean? You, in you, Algiers, lit a firecracker, yeah. just a regular firecracker. Police car comes around the corner, so I put it behind my back. Forgot to drop it. <laughs> Blew up in my hand. Just a firecracker. True story. But well, go you ahead. You tell your grandkids about that. Yeah, anyway. Oh, yeah. But no, so on a compounding basis, you've got a lot of the calculators that are dealing with savings, dealing with 401ks, and they have a description at the bottom. They they cite some of these things, meaning what has the S&P done over longer periods of time? And it just it just reminds the user, like you could have double digit returns for on average for lengthy periods of time. The minus is you have years like we've had this past year, it was still in it, 2022. And you just got to remind yourself, well, unless I'm retiring in 23, um, you got to keep, you know, keep, keep the faith and, and keep moving forward because this is going to write itself. And again, goes back to the 70 percent uh, long term statistic where the markets are up. So that's where those savings calculators come in. 
Again, you could put in, if you really want to be conservative, you could drop that down to 9 8 or 7% and see what your long-term uh, results would be. But it, it more importantly shows people in advance. And I, teach, I tell my students in the classes, look, you don't want you want to get things done on the front end, not on the back end. You don't want to be 65 years old and say, oh, I'm several hundred thousand dollars short because then there's no chance to, to recoup that. It's too, too long in life. But to see it on the front end for people, especially you know, new in their careers, starting your work, and, and those who are in mid-career, just keep the faith and keep putting money in the 401ks and having some savings instrument. Mike, but, uh, um, Mark, let me take a break because when we come back, I want to talk about – this with the importance of budgeting, because you're talking about keep yes. the faith, keep putting it in. But some people yes. might say, well, it's better to uh, cut the 401 savings than put it on the credit card. But that brings us to budgeting, which is, well, let's determine what you need and what you want. A- am I right in that? And maybe that's the first no, that's step. It. That's right. All right. We'll no, take we can a break. pick it up. Pick it up when we All come right. back with Mark Rosa managing your money. Go to jeffersonfinancial.org. You can find a calculator there. A tab in the middle of the page says calculators. Then go to savings and you'll find the compound savings calculator. 752 traffic WWL. 755 now talking to Mark Rosa helping you manage your money. And again, I'll remind you to download the Odyssey app. Use the rewind features so you can listen to what Mark had to say and go through. The calculator that's available at Jefferson Financial, uh, jeffersonfinancial.org in your own time and listen to what Mark has to say and play around with it. Mark, before the break, I was talking about, you know, people saying they, they had to cut back on putting things in their 401k, you said, and then that goes to, well, you can rationalize it by saying, well, it's, it's better than putting on a credit card. Rather than put some on a credit card, I'll cut back on the 401k. But then to go a step further back, it goes to, well, what do you need and what do you want? What are your priorities? And that takes us to budgeting, does it not? It does, Tommy, and that's probably a subject for a whole other discussion. But it, but you, you're right. And, and it, for people that are reaching for the low-hanging fruit, I know what I'll do. I'll just cut the, credit, I'll, I'll cut the additions to my 401K. That's easy, and I could go on, and, and we did one time on, uh, you know, buying $9 lattes first thing, thing every morning. You know, it's stuff like that that people usually have to examine if they really want to keep the faith and say, I, I do need to save for tomorrow. Cutting back and, and doing, you know, starting and stopping. I've seen people do that. Start and stop the 401K because they need an extra $5, something like that is ridiculous. It doesn't seem ridiculous to them, and that's why they do it. But it, the, the future growth of that account is so disabled when you're doing stuff like that. It's better to sit down and say, "Well, what do I really need to do?" And let's find let's find that those few dollars someplace else, and kind of resist overspending. So th- that in itself is a, is a longer term. But I also want to share with our listeners this morning: if you really want to feel uh, like I was feeling badly about my 401k, uh, Target Hospitality. And Scorpio Tankers, these are two all-service companies that are up right over 300% for the year. So we had a lot of energy plays last year. For people that want to do a little research on that, if you brought brought these two up, they're low-priced stocks. I'm not advocating buying them or not buying them or doing anything with them. But it's, you know, sometimes people look for that. It's like, well, what did what did some of the better companies do, even though the averages were down in, in, in the S&P and the NASDAQ, down double digits? Did anybody make any money? I and mean, some of the stocks were up. Uh, fairly significantly. And, and most of them, I'm looking at the top seven, most of them are energy related. So I think that might continue into the new year because there are shortages and, and you know, the administration's kind of playing patty cake with with our energy policy. So some of, some of the companies have made money there. 
to but, say the uh, least. Looking patty forward cake. to what happened. To say the least, Patty Cake. <laughs> to, to say the least is yeah. right. But you know, no budgeting is a, in the next couple of weeks. We'll hit that amongst other savings-related subjects. It's it takes some discipline, but. And, and Mark, I got to tell you, some, some of the, um, I don't know what generations it is because I lose track of them, but, but some people think nothing of ordering in food from a restaurant and just on a Tuesday Ooh. night or a Wednesday night, they'll pay $78, $80 for a meal. And that, I, that just astounds me. Maybe I'm old school, but. It, well, and I hear, interestingly enough, that, that I'm thinking of somebody in particular. I did that recently. It stuck in my mind. And one part, first part of the conversation is, oh, my rent is going up 100 bucks a month, and I don't know how I'm going to afford it. But, you know, ding dong, oh, that, that must be the food getting delivered. Let, right. me, let me hang up. It's like, you know, ham sandwiches. <laughs> You know, exactly. That's exactly right. It's like you know what what happened to Chisace's ham and bread. What happened? No, nobody. You know, look, I'm not All saying that, be a martyr and get a bag of chips. I'm fine with that. I'm okay. But geez, um, what, right. throw some chicken that's in right. the oven. It, it's not that hard. Or get a rotisserie it, it, chicken. Incredible. But it's those kind of it's those contradictions that people have. They're, they're just not. You know, we all we can't be experts at everything, and and it's just uh, you know, it's like going on a diet to go on a budget. Nobody wants to do the exercise and everything. Nobody wants to save money. Spending it is too much fun, but that's that's what's required, especially the year that we've gone through, and and that's continuing with with respect to the inflation and some of the things are so priced so high. A pleasure and housing related issues, and the, those costs have gone up. But anyway, go pleasure ahead. as always, Mark. Happy New Year. We'll talk to you next year.